Welcome to Slinging the Slang, the video podcast where we take a look at our slang, our idioms, their origins, their meanings, everything from the funny and controversial <laughs> to the absolutely ridiculous. I'm Slangman David Burke, author of 30 books on idioms and slang. And I'm Monica Mauto, Director of Education for an English Language School in Southern California. And I just love slang. Love it, love it, love it. And that is why we are here, because hopefully you are too. We welcome you ESL students, you lovers of English, and as always, our viewer. We welcome you to our video podcast. So we always talk about American slang, of course. Today we're going to talk about something that I happen to love. I love comparing our slang to other countries' slang and their expressions. And in particular, what I think is really funny, Monica, is that English is so rich with words, but yes. there are so many words in other languages that we cannot translate. <laughs> Ooh. They're pretty funny. I mean, the idea of not being able to say something like they can in another country is pretty interesting to me. So I'm going to run by a few words by you. Uh, was that a correct sentence? Uh, we have a lot of emails from people who live in different countries and who speak other languages who wrote to us to test us. To oh, see, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear have, this. I love this part. They want to know if we have equivalents in English of what they have in their own language. So this is going to be really, really fun. I love this stuff. Okay, me too. Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. We have Sato from Japan. Hello, Sato from Japan. Uh, hello. Who writes to, oh, uh, uh, Ohio gozaimasu. That means hello. Did you know that, Monica? I, I, Ohio, I, I knew Ohio. I didn't know the last part. I think Ohio is high and gozaimasu is like some form of polite, like usted in Spanish. They're very polite. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It, it's funny. I remember you just reminded me of something, a story when I don't know if I told you this or not. Um, when I was in Japan years ago, I was at Shinjuku, which is a big transfer station in the subway. And I was with my my Japanese family and the father came up to us all, the whole family and me, and gave us all Coca-Colas. And oh. I, and the platform was really crowded, but they're all very polite and very quiet. They weren't very loud like we are. And they all opened up their Coca-Colas and they raised them and said, Kampai. And I said, Chin Chin, because I used to live in France and Chin Chin is what you say. Turns out oh, they say Chin Chin in Brazil too. Really? Okay. Then a Brazilian would have gotten in trouble too, like your husband, who's also he, yes. he's Brazilian. Yes. It turns out that Chin Chin in Japan means a male private part. And that's all it means. That's all Chin Chin means. So every single head on that platform turned and looked at me because, you know, my, my big American booming voice, Chin Chin. So, yeah, that's my story about the Japanese being so polite and quiet to allow my Chin Chin to pierce the silence. So, and that's when you got transferred to a new family. <laughs> they did look at me like, what are you doing? So, of course, now every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, my family, oh my when they gosh, raise, David, when they make a toast. hysterical. Yeah, they always say, you know, the a different word than <laughs> cheers. Okay, Sato, sorry. Uh, yet we digress. 
Okay, so Sato gives us the word bakushan. Okay, that's a Japanese slang term. Oh, interesting. It describes someone who is really pretty from the back, but from the front, uh, not so much. <laughs> oh, that is really funny. The, you know, uh, ever see the movie Clueless? You know I would love to hear the conversation. Oh, my God. Well, there, there, there's a movie. Remember Clueless years ago? Clueless was the movie about the girl who lived in, in uh, Beverly Hills, and she's really rich and kind of stuck up. Remember Clueless? Oh, yeah, of course, with uh, Alicia Silverstone. Right. So they had a word very similar, and the word was, wow, she is such a Monet. Can you guess why? Such a Monet because it, impressionism kind of yes. like yes, kind of like the lighting was just right, but then when the lighting changed, it was like ew. You're close. From far away, that person looks really good, but up close, they're a big old mess. Oh my gosh! Well, that <laughs> should be a Surat, you know, pointillism. You know, from when when you look at a point a a, a, a Surat painting, which is just all little dots from from far away, it looks very cohesive. And right. the, and the closer you approach the the painting, you you start seeing that it it separates into dots. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna I'm gonna make up a new slang here. I'm gonna call it so Surat. So Surat. Oh, I I like that. You know, you and see, you have to we, say it like that, and you have to be fierce, so Surat. You know? Yeah, and you have to look, make, do this look. And I love that because we need a word like that. And and by we the way, do. in the Philippines, they do have a word called um, uh, leogenic. Leogenic. Leo means far away, and it comes from telegenic, which means you look really good on television. Leogenic means you look really good far away. <laughs> See? Well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? As you and I get further and further away from the camera. Thank you, Sato, for that. Yes, we are very, what was the word well, you used well, wait, again? But we really don't have, we really don't have, uh, you know, we simply say, oh, I, I thought she was way better looking uh, until she got up really close. Um, like we don't word. really have that. Let's use your word. What was it again? The word you well, said. you know, we just we just explain it, you know, like oh, she looked so elegant. No, the from new one, fifty the, feet away, but the pointillism, the pointillism word you just said, Surat? Oh, Surat, yeah, Surat. Okay, we're but, gonna but use that. But that's brand spanking new because I just I just coined it and I loved it. Okay, you heard it here on slinging the slang. Uh, oh, by the way, if you have any questions for us, I keep I almost forgot. Email us, david at slangman.com. Ask us any question and we will answer. So that is really Surat. Okay, that's that's number one. Our, our newest slang word. So Surat. That is so, boy, he or she is really Surat. Uh, <laughs> wow, I love it. Miguel from Brazil. Okay, your husband. Ooh, Brazil. Your husband is from Brazil. Okay, here's a word that we definitely don't have. Okay. It is cafune. C-A-F, like Frank, U-N-E. It means to tenderly run your fingers through your lover's hair. <laughs> hang, hang on. Hang, my, my husband's over here. Hang on. Kafune. Shushu. Kafune. He's laughing. <laughs> so He's, touching you... He's touching his <laughs> Perfect. 
How do you use that? His hair. In, in a sentence. I wonder how you use that in a sentence. It's kafune time. <laughs> Maybe that's how you do it. Okay, so Miguel, thank boy, you. Boy, did we, boy, did we have some fun kafune last night. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, we we don't have that. Maybe we should use it. We should borrow it. We borrow a lot of other words. We borrow words like gung ho. That's Chinese for you know to be full of energy. We borrow words all the time. Kindergarten, German. We borrow a lot of words. So we can borrow kafune. We can popularize that. See what we can do on this show. The power we have. Uh, we have. Uh, Anna from Italy. Oh, oh Italy. See, Ooh, uh, Monica and I just went there. See, we just did it. We turned the wheel toward food. Manja. Okay, so Anna from Italy says, in Italian, we say tavoli riscaldati, which means reheated cabbage, which is an attempt to revive an unworkable relationship. <laughs> I love that. It's reheated cabbage. It's like reheating cabbage. Wow, you know, cabbage does oh, not I smell love it. so oh, I, good. Oh, I love it. I love it. Wow, that is that a great is one. Great. So I guess you would say, okay, I guess they're getting back together. But in my opinion, it's nothing but reheated cabbage. It's going to stink. It's going to stink. It's going to be soggy. <laughs> These are great. Why don't we have these words? Okay. I think we... But you know, that's so colorful. I can even smell the cabbage right now. <laughs> I can too. And my mother used to make stuffed cabbage all the time. And believe me, I mean, I'm sure it's delicious. And my mother loved it. But yeah, it does have a certain od odiferous nature. <laughs> okay. We have William from Germany. Okay. Hit us with some German here. Now, the Germans have a lot of very interesting words for things. And you're like, wow, they actually thought of a word for that. So this is very, I'm very excited about this one. They do. There, there was a word, Um, what was it? Sh I can't I ever say it. Sh 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 Freund Freund yeah. Are you thinking hey. about where you make your child sick so you can get sympathy? Oh, uh, Schade Freund, Schade Okay, I can't remember the word. Schadefreunde? Schade? Okay. Anyway, well, let's use Williams. We got to think about this one. Uh, yeah. I, I, we have trouble sometimes with uh, certain words that are really, really long. And that one, this is a long word that I can't remember. Anyway, so he says, Fislig, F like Frank, I S S like Sam, E L I G. Fislig, it, oh, it's a frustration you get when you just can't do something, you're frustrated. You you are filled with fislig. It's just okay. frustration and anger and disappointment. It, so that's that's fislig. All those wonderful negative feelings. Whew. Oh, and and the flip side of that is coming from Jun in the Philippines. This is a great word, and okay. I don't think we have this in English. Okay. And any Filipino who hears this is going to go, oh, yes, gigil. Gigil, when you're filled with gigil, it's just love. And and um, uh, uh, you just have to pinch the closest thing to you that's cute. Ooh, that little baby. Ooh, just makes me full of gigil. you got to pinch and pinch and pinch. That's oh, gigil. wow. Okay, yeah, we don't have a word for that. We, we just say, oh, you're just... Cute, it's a bug's ear. I want to eat you up. Ooh. Oh, I just want to eat you. 
Oh, we do, oh, in Yiddish, there is a word. Oh, this uh, exact same thing is gegil. It's kvel. And my mother and father would say, oof, oof, I got a kvel. Get over here. And my sister and I would know, okay, we're going to get kissed and hugged and pinched. That's a kvel. Oof, oof. And I'm good, a kvel. So a gigil in Filipino or Tagalog. Love that. You know what oh, Yiddish word I love, one. David? You know what Yiddish word I love? I love um, uh, fuklat. That is the best word that Mike Myers, as Linda Rossman, popularized in Saturday Night Live. Yes. is a great word. It just means you're, you're, you're so emotional. You're just overtaken by emotion. You can't I'm getting speak. fuklapped. I'm getting fuklapped. I love that. And you gotta <laughs> put your you gotta clutch your pearls. You gotta put your hand up here on your pearls and go, I'm getting fuklapped. And you gotta kind of bring your lips together. It's great. I love you. Yiddish is great. My mother used yeah, to always say, and, and then another word that I don't I really have in English, if the table was dirty. My mother would say, oh, get me a sponge. The table is all for schmatchkit. For <sighs> schmatchkit. It's like dirty and sticky and gooey and icky and smelly was and there, terrible. Was there a lot of spitting in your family? <laughs> There's a lot of chachaching. Yes, yes. Yiddish has a lot of chachs in it. And that's why I'm, I'm a good chacher. Well, let's see how our closed captions takes that word. Yeah, exactly. Chacher. Yes. Uh, we, we have spit all over our screens. <laughs> we have uh, Osa from Denmark. Wow, oh, Osa, Osa. Can... You know, there's a teacher named Osa. At the oh, really? Really? I... Yes, yes. Osa. Right? She's from Denmark. No, she's not. Oh, I don't know where she's from, but I don't think she's from Denmark. I'll well, have to ask her. We'll ask her if she knows this word because this is coming. From, this is a Danish word. Okay. And it's pronounced. Oh, thank you for writing down the pronunciation. Osa. <laughs> uh, oh, Hugge. Hugge. And it means, oh, it's a pleasant feeling you associate with sitting around the fire with your best friends sipping coffee. We're <laughs> going to have a moment of Hugge. That is so specific. And, and, uh, with good friends. Coffee didn't say not with yeah. tea. What if it were? What if no. it were a lover and it was tea? Would that change the word? Then you're going back to kafuna because then that you're gonna have a kafuna session probably with the hair uh, and the rubbing the. I, I love that. It it is very specific and, and nice. It's a, I love these nice kind words. Uh, um, um, Michael from Germany, another German one. Oh, oh, good. Oh, now this is I okay. Here, this is great. In German. We say Kummerspect. No, I'm sorry, Kummerspect. K U M M E R, Kuma. Uh huh. Oh, Speck, I guess. S P E C K, Kummerspect. So, something with a look. Like, well, actually, I'm thinking spectacle. I'm thinking. You're very close. No, you're not. Um, it's, it's the X. I'm trying to be very intelligent here, David. Well, I, 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 I did not even think they were going to go here. I, I thought spec too, spectacles. It's the excess weight you gain from overeating emotionally. It's called grief bacon. Grief, like G-R-I-E-F. Oh. Grief bacon. 
Be careful yeah. of that grief bacon. Be careful of that kumerspeck. Don't we have, um, oh, emotional, well, we say emotional eating. That's what we say. Yeah. Yeah, but emotional eating versus kumerspeck. Yeah, yeah. Kumerspeck, yeah. that just has a field. Yeah. It sounds fatty. Kumerspeck. Yeah, it does. I, sound- I already gained five pounds just <laughs> hearing it. Yes. And I'm hungry. Uh, yes, well, me too. Uh, okay, I'm going to add an email from me. This is my my email to us, Monica. Okay. There are two Yiddish words. Wait, we have a we have an email from David from we have one from, from David from oh. Southern California in Los Angeles in, in in my very room. Okay, what are the two Yiddish words we grew up hearing on a national comedy TV show about two women? I'm giving you hints. Yeah, you are. It, I know, it was, David. It was in the title song. And the two women were arm in arm singing. And oh, their names were... Shlemiel! Yes. Oh. Blah, 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 Incorporated. It's okay. Laverne and Shirley. You just burned up the calories you gained from the Kummerspeck trying to come up with that answer. Yes, Shlemiel, Shlemazel. But I don't think most people know what a Shlemiel and Shlemazel is do you monica i i have no idea what ah. what they are all i know is that it you need a very good articulation to say them yes a, a shlomil shlomazel so these are two fantastic words and they're so funny here's how my mother described them to me here's how she explained them a shlomil spills his hot coffee on the shlomazel so it's the shlomil who is accident prone, and the Schlamazel is the recipient of the accident. <laughs> I love that. So if you well, fall that down... really sums up the relationship of Laverne and Shirley. Right, one's the Schlamiel. Uh, so many accidents, and the Schlamazel is the one who's like wearing the coffee, wearing the pie that the Schlamiel oh, dropped by wow. accident on top of the Schlamazel's head. How about that? That uh, I loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. There's a word for everything. There is. And I, I what was that word again? Uh, the the one with the, the pointillism again? Uh, Surat. 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 Okay. okay. I, I'm probably saying his name. I, you're, you're French. You probably, it's probably completely different. But. Oh, it's, oh, it's French probably. Sarah. Say Sarah. Sarah. Uh, so I, I love that. Well, we hope that everybody that you meet this week is not a Surat. And we certainly hope you're not going to be a Shlamazel because you'd be getting soup spilled on your head. And we don't want you to be a Shlamiel either. So we hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for spending your five hours with us just now in this 15 minutes. <laughs> um, I am David Burke, author of 30 books on slang and idioms. You can check out my books at www.slangman.com. <laughs> And I'm Monica Mauro, and we hope you join us again for another episode where we take a deep dive into the ever-growing, ever-changing world of slang. Thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to what, Monica? Slinging Slinging the slang slang. with you more next week. Till then, remember, write us, david at slangman.com. Ask us anything, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Toodles. (laughs) 